BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Welcome to the Absolutely Not Podcast, where we do the most and the least at the same damn time. I'm your host, Heather McMahon. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of the Absolutely Not Podcast. I'm your host, Heather McMahon. So guys, want to start off first and foremost, I'm so sorry this episode is late this week. You know I'm a punctual gal. You know the show must go on and the show must be on time. But we had a full technological meltdown. And by that, I mean, remember how I was carrying around the SIM card for this podcast, a little SD card in a Ziploc baggie? It got lost. Found it. In the 10th hour, it got to the bottom of a new money bag that I bought. There was a lip gloss that exploded. Therefore, the creative geniusness of the Absolutely Not podcast was ruined. So we had to reboot. Just a lot of things have not gone my way physically, emotionally, mentally, spiritually this week. I am putting on my breastplate of righteousness and the armor of God because I trust no hoes. The number one hoe being myself. You know, I've always known that I've had crippling ADHD, but it has just gotten so significantly worse as I've had more things put on my plate, which makes sense. I'm juggling a lot, but I'll tell you what, I'm just, I'm trying to get through each day, one foot in front of the other. You know what I mean? I'm literally just trying to get through the days. So I apologize, but we are back in action. I'm going to update you on everything. I was in Pebble Beach this past weekend, which was wild. I'll tell you what, being on the coast of Monterey or Carmel in July is a mind fuck. It was 110 degrees in Atlanta, Georgia. I fly out there. I was wearing a long sleeve shirt, a sweatshirt, and a fucking jacket. And everyone's DMing me like, you look like an asshole. Why do you have on layers? Bitch, it was 45 degrees some days. And the wind was whipping off the Sea of Carmel. And I'll tell you what, we were freezing. Okay, I, I, one day I wore a t-shirt. It was very bizarre. So California, a little dipsy doozy of a daisy doodle bug of a weather little situation. But we had a beautiful time. Went out and supported our friends at the LPGA. You know what I mean? Saw some ladies put in for birdie. Saw some great power lesbians with short haircuts. It was a great time. We had a wonderful time. And, you know, I'm trying to support my friends and all my, you know, I got a whole plethora of famous golfers that I'm, I'm dear friends with. I'm a woman who supports women in sports. But we had a great time. And I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what, women's golf, it's, it's happening. 
Uh, Pebble Beach is fancy too, dog. It's fancy. You know what I mean? It was out there. It was stunning. You're out there on the course. You're, you're hearing seals barking in the in the breeze. You're seeing seagulls humping other seagulls. You got an otter just floating by on a log while someone's chipping in, chipping up out of the bunker on 18 to win the match. It's the elements are out there. You're freezing your tits off and 30 minutes later, 30 minutes later, you're taking off every single piece of clothing you got because the sun came out. My, the lower half of my face is fried. My lips, I made the mistake. I didn't wear chapstick on the lips. Fried. Top layer of skin just sloughed off. So, but we had a great time. And it was nice. It was relaxing. You know, I'm so in my own shit, up my own ass every weekend when I'm performing. This time off to go celebrate other people has been lovely. You know, I think I told you at the end, after Radio City, I'm sick of myself. I mean, I'm I'm still entertaining as all get out. And you still should buy tickets for the fall tour to heatherontour.com. Remember, we will be shooting the next special in Atlanta, Georgia at the Fox Theater. And the first show back is August 19th in Vegas. That one's going to sell out. So I would get your tickets now. But anyways, regardless, as entertaining as I am, it felt nice to kick my feet back. I haven't been able to just walk a course and watch other friends, you know, thrive with a glass of white wine in my hand at 2 p.m. on a Tuesday in a minute. You know what I mean? I It felt good. So now I got a little taste of what it's like for you girls and gals to just get lit before you come see me do shit. Because I had a couple white wines before noon every day and I didn't feel guilty about it. I still have obviously kept my composure and was a phenomenal golf fan. You know what I mean? I know how to show up to the show, show up suited up in the right outfit and behave properly at a country club. I'm a chameleon. Okay, this is what really, I just said I'm sick of myself, not just yet, because I do need to toot my own horn here, here, for the fact that I am so good at showing up. You want to invite me to your bar mitzvah? I am going to have the most bar mitzvah appropriate outfit. I will have a pair of Nike sneakers, you know, that are bedazzled for me to change into when the dance party gets started. But I will have an appropriate outfit to wear to temple to watch the religious ceremony go down. I know how to fit in. I, you could send me to a baby shower in Taipei. I'm going to show up with a proper gift, the best looking outfit, and I'm just good at doing what I do. You know what I mean? I'm good at going to events. If you have a 70s theme, you know, 70th birthday, you're going to think, oh, I'm sorry, share. Sonny and Cher, is that you? No, it's just Heather and Jeff trying to squeeze our fat asses into some sort of crop top and bell bottoms that my pussy's not going to swallow whole. You know what I mean? Yes, will I have a camel toe at the 70s theme, 70s party for grandma? I will. But will you come out and go, damn, that's a good outfit? Yeah. Is it two sizes too small? You betcha. But that's okay, because guess what? Your girl's thriving. So... I just wanted to say, toot my own horn, I looked great the entire, you know, the weekend. I, I packed appropriately, but I'm about to hit some adventures. I am this weekend, okay? And I hear I was thinking I had a month off. I was going to be, you know, reading a book, starting a book, kicking my feet up, doing laps in the pool. I haven't it touched the salt water for a minute. I have been working my ass off and I'm very excited. I'm going to London for a little uh, little work trip. Can't talk about it. Won't talk about it. Signed an NDA and I will get sued greatly. But no, I'm doing something very exciting that will come out later in the year in London. So that's exciting. I'm flying out this weekend. I'm sad. I'm going to be missing Beyonce in Nashville. I'm very upset about it. But work 
calls, duty calls. Your girl's got a jet set across the pond. And then I'm going to be popping down. I got a couple of days off. I'm going to, I'm going back to Italy. You know, I saw that Instagram where it's like all the girls who are itching to get down to Italy. I am. I need, you know, I need to hit the streets of Florence for a minute. Go buy a bag. I need to be face down in a Pomodoro gnocchi and have a man named Luigi compliment my tits. That's where I need to be emotionally, spiritually, sexually. I just need to jet set, feel alive, and then I'm going to come back in uh, a couple days and it will be back to reorganizing my closet and doing, you know, things that help me work out my ADHD, my crippling ADHD and anxiety, because that's what I'm doing. You know, I thought, okay, the time off is good. It's good to rest the mind, rest the soul. But then I realized when you're just such an incredible performer and entertainer, all you know how to do is put on the rollerblades of just sheer joy and, and, and you know, travel from city to city. So I am not spending that much time in downtime because I called my agent. I said, book some gigs. Mama's ready to be back out there. But anyways, no, a cool opportunity came up. I'm not supposed to tell you, but it's actually season five of Succession. It's a surprise. You thought the show was over. It's not. I'm actually going to be coming back as Roman's new love interest. If you don't know what I'm talking about, then... (laughs) You clearly don't know about the Roy family. But anyways, no, I'm kidding. I would love to be in season five of Succession. I'd love to be booked on any show right now, but there's <laughs> the auditions don't seem to be auditioning. But anyways, a lot of exciting stuff. I'm going to be back on the road in a month, but I am, am excited to go do a little uh, dabble in a little something, a little something. I'm going to go take myself to Harrods one day. I'm going to take myself for tea. I am going to, you know, I don't know, stop by Buckingham Palace and say, where's Diana? Where is the people's princess? If you don't think that I'm going to stir a little pot with the royal family by standing outside of Buckingham Palace going, I'd like to see the tape. Roll the tape back. I'm going to ask questions. I am. I'm going to ask questions. I think if you don't go over there and ask questions, you don't know. And listen, I got dear friends who are British. I'm not here to, to stir the pot. You know what I mean? Yeah. On the 4th of July, did I text a couple people and say, you know, yeah, we won. Yes, I did. I did. But do I love the British culture? Do I love going over there? And I'm going to have a, I'm going to have a proper tea. I'm going to have myself a little proper time, a little proper tea. I'm going to, you know, go to some fancy restaurant and pretend like maybe I'm from I don't know, Liverpool. I don't think that's a proper accent. I'm going to stir the pot a little bit. You know what I mean? Let the people know that I know what they did to Princess Diana. And when I say people, I don't mean the good people of England or Great Britain. I mean the people in the firm. And I am not going to say any of those things. I'm telling you right now, if I'm on the mean streets of London and someone comes up to me and they're like, all right, you want to fight? Are you American? Oh, you want to, you you know, step. You want to step two? All right, let's cross the other side of the street and really put some knuckles up. I heard you were talking shit. I heard you talking shit about King Charles. I will literally say, me espanol es muy pequeño and I will run. I will run away from Hyde Park because I am not ready to fight a Brit. You know what I mean? They are scrappy. They spend a lot of time in pubs. They're well-rested. You know, I will be jet-lagged for a couple of days getting adjusted. They're not worried about losing their teeth because it's they're not always great. And that's a generalization. You know, they could come over to America and say, we're, we're fat, uneducated. You know, we are spoiled. <laughs> and you know what? Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> I'm all three. So I'm just saying, I'm going to talk a lot of shit right now. I'm excited to go. London's one of my favorite cities. 
cities. I'm excited to pop down to Italy for a couple of days myself. You know what I mean? Sometimes a girl needs to shake her tits, flirt a little bit to feel alive, to then come back to her husband in America and say, you know what? Our marriage is rock solid and love you to bits. But yeah, I'm talking a lot of shit right now. But I'm talking a lot of shit right now. I am. I've told y'all this before, but y'all know that it's Southern accents, technically from a British dialect. Because if you if you slow down a Southern accent, it turns into British. That's right. Did you see what I did there? You see what I did there? And if you're new to the podcast, the best way to do a British accent is easy. You say couple words. You go rattle, rattle, bang. That's what I learned in my theatrical school, in my classical study of um, fine arts and acting. It, what do you mean by rattle, rattle, bang, Heather? You say two words quick and then one word slow. So the, the cadence is rattle, rattle, bang. So if you're very proper and British, you say, how now, brown cow? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Do you see what I did there? Okay. I'm going to stop. Everyone's like, we're done. I know I have a lot of fans in London and I would love to come do a show. We are trying to look at some European dates for the top of 2024. We're just trying to get the theater space and make it happen. But if you see me, please do not punch me in the twat. You know what I mean? Please don't punch me in the twat and then call me a fat American. I'm not emotionally strong enough right now to handle that. I don't know if you know this, but my entire podcast got soaked from an unopened lip gloss in the bottom of a YSL bag because I'm a new money bitch. And I am so ADD that I didn't think at any point to put my very precious podcast SD card somewhere safe. You know, I've been walking around with the the absolute in, in, entirety of Absolutely Not Productions in a Ziploc bag for the last six months. It's embarrassing. And this lovely woman came to one of my shows. I can't remember which show it was at. And she got me a keychain that's got an SD car holder <laughs> holder at the end of the keychain. And I will start using it. Ma'am, you know who you are. She believed she could and she lost her SD card. So anyways, you know, I got a lot of IP. I've got a lot of IP that's just floating out into the universe somewhere because your girl doesn't know how to zip up a bag. It is what it is. It's problematic. It's chaotic. It is what it is. But that's why I'm creative. You know, if I was a type A person and I put the SD card back into the proper carrier, and then I put that carrier in a bigger box, and then I put that in a lock box and maybe put it in a safe, that wouldn't be fun. You know what I mean? I wouldn't have the lightning bolt zingers of creative geniusness that I have when I am sobbing after seven glasses of a Chardonnay at, at my, my favorite Italian restaurant in Atlanta, Yepa, to my dear friend, Amy Mallon, who is a real estate guru. And I'm like, I, I just don't, I think the podcast is lost. And she's like, hey, Heather, you need to be more, you need to be more efficient. You know what I mean? And I'm like, but Amy, this is how I live my life. And she's like, okay, all right. I'm not going to fight you on that. I'm like, Martini? That's where I'm at. You know, I'm going across the pond, okay? And I'm doing a quick little jaunt down to Italy. So you know what I want to do? Just just have a carry-on. I don't want to carry a bunch of shit. So you know what I love? Base. I'm talking about base, suitcases, luggage, all of it, all right? Listen, we've all been there. You're trying to pop down for a little weekend trip and, you, you know, you're a suitcases person, it seems. Well, with base, there's room for everything. 15 pairs of underwear for a weekend trip, no problem. Deciding between which pairs your favorite shoes Bring them all. Bring them with Base. Base was created by actress Shay Mitchell to make sleek and affordable bags, luggage, and accessories designed to help you travel effortlessly while still looking fashionable. Base has thought of literally everything you could ever want in a piece of luggage. 360-degree gliding wheels, a cushion handle, built-in weight indicator, which is clutch. 
You know I always get that heavy tag on my bags. Washable bags for your dirty clothes and all the interior pockets to keep you organized. Their luggage comes in multiple sizes and colors and for shorter trips, the Weekender bag is super functional. Y'all, I had the Weekender bag in black and this like kind of chic, taupey gray. It's awesome. You can put multiple pairs of shoes at the bottom so you don't, like I get weirded out with my shoes touching my clothes. I can throw in a bunch of stuff at the top. It's an awesome bag. I absolutely love it. Also, Base has over 30,000 five-star reviews. So listen, if you don't want to take my word for it, take somebody else's word for it. It's awesome. Right now, Base is offering our listeners 15% off your first purchase by visiting Base Travel. But let me spell that for you. It's B-E-I-S travel.com slash absolutely. Go to Base Travel, B-E-I-S travel.com slash absolutely for 15% off your first purchase. That's B-E-I-S travel.com slash absolutely. Listen, it's hotter than hell outside. And you know what? There's a new product I actually really freaking love. Listen, especially if you want to smell better naked. You know, I can surprise I didn't use it today. I'm sitting in my office sweating in my grundle. Well, this is Lumi, okay? Whole body deodorant. Whole body deodorant for pits, privates, and beyond. Well, no wonder I'm sitting here sweating in my Lulu's because I didn't use my Lumi. Lumi was created by an OBGYN who discovered and proved in a clinical testing that the vagina is not to blame for day-to-day under below the belt. So she developed Lumi, a uniquely formulated pH balance deodorant. It's aluminum-free, skin-safe, and clinically proven to control odor for up to 72 hours. Y'all know I sweat around my boobs. You know what I did? I put that stuff when I was performing at Radio City and I already knew I was going to have such intense tit sweat. I put that all over my titties. And you know what? I left. I was able to go to the after party fresh as a daisy. Right now we got a special offer for new customers get $5 off the Lumi starter pack with code absolutely at lumideodorant.com. Let me spell that for you. It's L-U-M-E deodorant.com. Again, just use absolutely, which is the code. Right now, new customers can get $5 off the starter pack with code absolutely at lumideodorant.com. I love all their stuff. Listen, also want to let you know, when you get $5 off the Lumi starter pack, we could absolutely at lumideodorant.com. That equates to over 40% off your starter pack when you visit lumideodorant.com and use code absolutely. And you're going to love it. I love some of their uh, fresh smells. They have bright scents like clean tangerine, lavender sage, and toasted coconut is my absolute, absolute all-time favorite. Listen, Lumi works, okay? If you're traveling abroad, if you're traveling anywhere that's sweaty and hot this summer, get Lumi. You'll thank me later. Guys, just want to let you know real quick. I know we are all doing a lot of traveling this summer, but I just want to remind you a little safety PSA for everybody. Jeff and I almost got conned. We got into an Uber the other day where the guy pretended that like I canceled on him, but I didn't cancel on him and he had canceled the ride. And then we were in his car and he basically was like, oh, you just got to pay me cash. And anyways, long story short, All I want everybody to be remindful of is when you get in an Uber or a Lyft, make sure, especially if it's at night, you say, hey, who are you picking up? And make sure they say your name back to you. I don't care how stranger danger I sound right now. I literally was with my 6'3 husband and this guy tried to con us and we were just kind of being lazy and not really paying attention. Whatever you do, I don't need to go into details of the story. I'm not trying to be paranoid about it, but whatever you do, make sure if you're traveling, especially by yourself, especially ladies, I don't care what time of day it is. This happened at the fucking airport. We had a guy try and scam us and then we literally had to like pay him cash. So we probably didn't get like robbed at gunpoint. So long story short, make sure you are checking the car with the driver and the ID. And I do know, I think it might be on Lyft and Uber where like at night they have to sit, recite back to you like a pin code. I've had a couple girlfriends tell me about that. Regardless, just 
Everybody, send your location. If you're traveling at night, send somebody else who can track your your ride. Just all you need to know is stranger danger, trust no one. Everyone's a scammer and a con artist, and I want everybody to be safe. I hear too many horror stories, and my husband and I almost got got. So anyways, long story short, we're going to get into the voicemails here in a second. As always, you can call in 800-213-7503. It's the absolutely not line for any of you new listeners. You can call in, bitch about anything, ask for unsolicited life advice. I'm going to tell you what I think about you anyway. So go ahead and call in. Also, remember, we are starting the fall leg of the tour in less than a month. Okay. I, I love that. I was like, oh, I'm taking off the summer. We're not. We've got shows in Las Vegas. Then we're hitting the greatest theater of all time, the Chicago Theater in August in Chicago. I am so excited. That show's going to sell out. So make sure you get your tickets. It's right before Labor Labor Day. So that's going to be a ton of fun just to like set the summer off like fireworks, guns blazing. Let's go, daddy. Let's fucking go at the Chicago theater. And then you know what? Next thing you know, we're in the swing of it in fall. Okay. It's, it's insane. Also want to say thank you to uh, the people of Las Vegas. You guys, this show is going to be insane. Like y'all are showing up and showing out. So make sure you get your tickets to Las Vegas and Chicago. And then obviously the rest of the tour, but those are the first two shows coming up in the next month. Anyways. All right. Let's get into the voicemails. God, the ADD is so bad today. I don't even know if I'm being fucking entertaining. I'm not down here wolfing down a, a, a room temp LaCroix. Okay, I got a pair of Lululemon jogging shorts on right now. You know, like when they, they're they like loose jogging shorts, like running shorts, you know, we're not jogging. I'm not jogging or running anywhere. I've just been cleaning out my fucking office, okay? That's all I've been doing. And you know, when they have the built-in, the built-in crotch, the built-in like little runner's crotch, it's not, it's, it's, it's a little too wet for not having a broken a sweat anywhere else. I didn't realize that just cleaning out your office can, I don't know why there's a concentration of just sweat always in my crotchal region. Anybody else have that issue? I'm not trying to gross anybody out right now, but I like, I don't sweat from my armpits. I don't sweat from the other places people sweat. I sweat from my tits, my taint, and my hairline. Riddle me this. I don't know why I needed to share that with you. I don't know if there's a support group out there, if there's a Reddit thread for people who just sweat by their, you know, by their vagina, uh, right underneath their titties and on their hairline. But it, you could come up at any point of the day, stick your nose under my arm and you're like, fresh, fresh. I do not sweat from my armpits. Is that weird? Anyways, I don't know why I shared that, but that's why I absolutely not right now. I'm sitting down in this basement, slipping and sliding all over this damn chair because I realize this, it's not even swamp ass. It's just swamp full undercarriage. You know, and I've done some light dusting today. I've had a couple anxiety attacks, but I don't know what the hell's going on. I got to see a doctor about this. If there's any crotch doctors out there, somebody call me because it's not well. I can't be, you know, showing up to work next week in the UK. And here I am with a dusty, well, I guess I need a dusty. I need a dry undercarriage. You know, I, I can't, I, this way I don't wear white jeans. I'm always worried I'm of a sweat stain for the back to the front. I don't, I don't own a pair of white jeans. I'm always afraid that I'm going to have some sort of, you know, I don't, it's going to look like Tucson, Arizona by my zipper. Black jeans are bust. At least it can hide grundle sweat. You feel me? Do you feel me? My voice is cracking. 
because I'm realizing how unnecessary it was to let y'all know that for some reason right now, this real thin mesh liner in these jogging shorts is not at, it's not at a good temp. (laughs) It's just not, you know what I mean? And I don't know why. Like my hairline is just wet. My sports bra is drenched and I did not at any point get to a BPM of over like, you know, 45 today. I'm just in the basement fucking sweating. But this is summer, baby. It's summer in Georgia. That ain't summer in California. I don't even know. California, if you're going there anytime soon, you talk about June gloom. It's July. It's July freeze out. It's July Antarctica. I mean, at one point, I saw a woman on a scooter, right? First of all, we also got to talk about the people of Carmel. People of Carmel really got to get the chiropractic going. I've never seen more elderly people with scoliosis. I mean, I was walking around literally just lightly touching everybody for an adjustment on the top of their shoulders like, hey, what's your name? Okay, Daryl. Hey, Daryl, let's just put the shoulders back. I'm worried about you, bud. And I would just keep walking with my white wine in my hand. You know what I mean? I'd literally do a quick, hey, Carol. Hey, Carol, why don't we, while we're sitting in the scooter, just do a quick five-second stretch? Do you want to do a cat-cow? Let's do a quick cat-cow. I mean, I was walking around this golf tournament in Pebble Beach just really concerned about the bone density and structure of my, you know, 55 and up group in, in, in the Carmel Valley region of California. And this is a good reminder. So I don't know where you're sitting, listening to me in the car, on a plane. Maybe you're, I don't know, bathing your kids. Uh, just, just you know, arch back. Do a quick five second. Release it. Because Jeff looked at me at one point and he was like, I'm unwell. I saw a woman in a scooter with a gloves on, full parka with a fur rim around the head, hunched over, eating a hot dog, scooting around Pebble Beach. In a, in a motorized scooter. And I said, that's honestly me in like, I'd say six and a half years. I mean, she was dressed. She was dressed like it was the night before Christmas. And she was woofing down a hot dog. She was vroom vrooming with her left hand and just woofing down a wiener with the right. And I said, that is like looking in a mirror. And then I asked her for a cigarette and she had one. So you know what I mean? That is, it's just, I want a reminder though, as I was walking around seeing an older community of California really come out and support women's golf, I got nervous. I said, y'all got to stand up straight. So everybody, let's do a five second readjust. Ready? And we're doing it for Carol. You know what I mean? Because she, she's hurting this week. She's hurting. I know her hand was cramping from gripping that hot dog so tight. She's hurting. She's hurting for squirting, but she's also hurting because scoliosis is real. So if anybody's, if you're a chiropractor and you're listening to this and you're thinking, man, I kind of want a lifestyle change. You know, I've always thought about going out West, being by the ocean. If you can handle that marine layer, if you can handle it being like not sunny 80% of the time, but you want to bang in business, you need to get your ass out to like the Monterey, San Jose area. I'm telling you what. Also, it's so funny. Everybody in California is like, the marine layer. I was like, wow. I was talking to our server one day. I go, wow. I mean, it really is wild how cloudy it is here. And they're like, the marine layer, bro. But just wait. At four o'clock, that marine layer is going to burn off. And the next thing you know, it's going to be scorching. Marine layer. Everywhere I went, people were like, marine layer, dude. What's up, Dylan? Marine layer, bro. I'm just sitting out here on the course. Waiting for that marine layer to just burn off, bro. That was it. Everywhere we went, 
like people just kind of look at each other, blink twice and be like, Marine layer. And isn't there that clothing line? The Marine layer, that's where they got it from. From that, the Marine layer. I mean, I'm telling you what. You know, they say write what you know. Well, apparently make a bunch of sweatshirts for people out in Carmel. I'm pretty sure that's the only thing that they make for that brand too. Everybody, all the golfers too, they're like, yeah. They're like, yeah, I think the, the sun's going to come out for about six and a half seconds. You know, we just need that marine layer to, to burn off. And I said, I think you guys are making this up. But it was kind of cool when the sun would set and you could see the marine layer. It's like a thick cloud on top of a cloud sandwich. It was like an ice cream sandwich. You could see the sun going up, coming down at the same time. And the moon's just like, what are we doing? What are those? You know, and there's a wolf on a cliff somewhere howling at the moon. Just, and I'm sitting there seven white wines deep. Like I just like with one tear rolling down my cheek. Like I love women's golf. I'm so happy for women, you know, and I've just had too much white wine and I'm turning next. I'm, I'm looking at the lady, the older lady next to me in the scooter wolfing down the hot dog. And I just go, ma'am, I got to ask you a quick question. You and I are shaped similarly. Do you sweat mostly from the back end of your butthole to the front of where your lady lips start? You know what I mean? She's like, yeah, I sure do. The name's Cheryl. And I'm like, yeah, hell yeah. Can I have, and then I'm just like, can I have the tail end of that dog? She's like, do you mind that my lipstick is stained the bun? I'm like, thought you'd never ask. I love it. Mm, What is this? What is this? Mary Kay? Yummy. I love it. I love it. Anyways, okay. I've been rambling. That's what I've been up to. Well, since I'm going to be on the road and there's nothing worse when you go abroad and you haven't gone to the bathroom in six days because you're off your regularly planned schedule, I am taking my AG1 with me. I do not leave anywhere with it. I had it in California this past weekend. Anytime you're on a long flight, anytime you're traveling, I want to keep my immunity up and just stay regular. The reason I love AG1, because in one scoop, it is literally every scoop is packed with 75 vitamins, minerals, probiotics, and whole food source ingredients of high quality that give me major benefits like gut mood support, boosted energy, and even healthier looking skin, hair, and nails. I swear by AG1, if you've ever seen me at breakfast at a hotel before on the road or at the airport, you see me taking the little green powder, putting it in my water, shaking it up, taking it down. It's delicious. It's light. It's refreshing. I love it. And if you want to take ownership over your health, try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase. Go to drinkag1.com slash absolutely. That's drinkag1.com slash absolutely. Check it out. You're going to thank me later. I've never led you astray when it comes to putting good shit on your body, in your body, around your body, near it. Okay. I really love AG1. We have so many bags of it at my house. I give them away because I didn't realize at the same time, my husband got a membership. I got a membership and my mom. And I'm literally like, this is the best thing ever. I don't go anywhere without it. I've learned that mistake before. There's nothing worse than being in another country. You don't have the pre or probiotics. Everything you need is in one scoop. Just make it easier on yourself. And again, all you got to do. All you got to do is go to drinkag1.com slash absolutely. I love that like six minutes ago, I was like, we're going to get into the voicemails. And then I went on a absolute, that's like I took a mushroom today and an Adderall. You know what I mean? Where you're like trying to have a cognitive thought, but you're just, your ADD is just like the marine layer. It's like clouding my brain and my ability to make a rash sentence, a game time decision 
I've just been kind of pushing boxes around my office today too. I don't even think I've made any headway with like actual organization, cleanliness, removing spider webs. I've just been putting other boxes in boxes and then trying to wipe off the lip gloss off the SD card that got smushed at the bottom of my new money bag that I bought after Radio City. I'm an embarrassment. I'm an embarrassment, but please still leave five stars because you know, the entertainment is chef's kiss. I love that anytime I'm here to have a mental breakdown, (laughs) I do it on the podcast. So you guys are like layered in with me, marine layered emotionally, emotionally. But you know, it's going to happen just like the marine layer out in Carmel. I may be struggling right now, but when that burns off and I get my self-confidence back in about 45 minutes, after I wolf down some delicious Persian food that we ordered from Del Bar, you bet your ass I'm going to be back in action. Okay, I'm going to be back in fucking action. Okay, let's get into the voicemails. <laughs> Let me see what you guys are up to. Heather, Nicole from Long Island. Calling you as I am seething from an absolutely not and a scum. I have a family friend who put on her wedding registry asinine things for her guests to pay for, such as paying for her marriage license paying for her officiant fee, paying for a down payment on her home. Out of the goodness of my heart, I decided, wow, maybe they're in a bind. They need some money. So I pay for their marriage license, which they had listed at $125. And then this weekend I was thinking, wow, that's a lot for a marriage license. So I go on to my pal Google, and I find out in New York State, the marriage license is $35. So not only did you ask someone to pay for part of your wedding, but you also scommed me, and I want my fucking money back. Absolutely not. Okay, friend Nicole, here's the deal. This can go two ways, all right? Now, I didn't really have a wedding registry. Next thing you know, I'm just getting venmo a couple hundred bucks here, a couple hundred bucks there. People like got me with, like I didn't expect gifts because I had an international wedding. And I think that's kind of the rule of thumb. Like if people are going to travel that far for you because you're an asshole for asking people to come to Europe, that you don't get a gift. But we did get some lovely gifts. But it was really nice like when we were on our honeymoon, we would get surprised with like a beautiful dinner or like a couple's massage or shit like that. That was nice. But now we're getting into like, you know, I I don't know. It's hard because on a registry, right? So you're just having like a backyard wedding or you're doing it at the country club, whatever. You'd have home goods. You'd have things in the home. You need a mixer. You need some plates. You know, a registry used to be back in the day. It was because two people were moving out of their parents' homes, right? That's the whole reason it started is that they were building their lives together. So you needed a set of shit. Well, we're living in, you know, the the times of the, the dark darkness, right? Where we've already been living with our partners or our spouses. We're living in sin. It is what it is. So like when I, Jeff and I got married, I was like, I, we don't need a crock pot. We don't need a cake mixer. We don't need silverware. I mean, technically we live with my mother, but there was nothing like, I didn't need anything. We'd already accumulated that, you know, I already had my fancy Breville cappuccino machine. Although I did get a Breville waffle iron from my friends, Cami and Nico. And that is that was fucking great. Anything Breville makes is great. Regardless, though, this is interesting. Your friend's asking for, like, basically the run of show of the wedding. You know, a, a wedding license that she upselled. She did a 30% markup on at least everything, right? 
So, okay, she wants a wedding license. She wants the officiant. She, I mean, what's next? She's going to tell you to pay for the plate? Isn't the whole point of you going to the wedding is that she's paying for it and then you come and you give her a beautiful gift that she needs to start her life. If you're paying for the wedding, you just paid for the wedding. You know what I'm saying? What is she going to next say? Hey, everybody, you know, pick a, fl- a flower arrangement. I need $25. You're paying for the flowers at the party. I think this bitch just got her wedding paid for. I mean, I was doing Instagram ads and showing my butthole on OnlyFans just to like try and get do what I got to do to pay the caterer. You know what I'm saying? But she's over here having you basically do her run a show. You know, did she have a, a thing that you where you could click on it and like donate $100 to my wedding, you know, designer? If any of the money that you could give her went to the caterer, then everybody just paid for their wedding. Which you know what? Now that I think about it, is a scam that I don't think anybody, like I don't think anybody's been like outwardly open about just having everybody else pay for their wedding. And when you kind of think about it, that would make a lot more sense. If it was like you paid $100, they invited like 400 of their friends, everybody pays $100, that still would not even cover a, a 118th of what it costs <laughs> to have a wedding. But that kind of would make more sense if you invited 200 of your closest friends to then throw you a party for your nuptials instead of the other way around, where you spend all the money, throw a party for your friends to attend you know, the celebration of you, and then they give you a crock pot. Speaking of crock pots, real quick, I want to give a big shout out to a follower who asked me through threads, which is this new thing on Instagram, which is basically like, you know, a dick flexing contest between Mark Zuckerberg and Elon Musk, who, whom, which along with Jeff Bezos have all gotten in ripped fucking shaped. I don't know if you saw the photos of Mark Zuckerberg, but he's been doing jujitsu, Krav Maga and some martial arts. And this guy has like a 12 pack. I mean, the face is still not facing. Do you know what I mean? But he, he, is getting ripped. I think they're all secretly getting ripped for the end of times because they are in the Illuminati and they know that something's going to happen, but they're not telling us. So we're ill-prepared. You know what I mean? I'm over here just going for long walks, trying to keep the cortisol low so my crotch sweat doesn't get worse and my hair doesn't fall out anymore and keep the hormones at bay. Meanwhile, apparently I should have been doing some sort of mixed martial arts training with some guy from Shanghai to make sure I know how to use a nunchuck and a fucking Chinese star. Apparently, all the you look at all the billionaires, it's not like they're doing it for their health. Look at what's his name? You know, the Bezos. I mean, I know he got a young girlfriend who's had, you know, he's got big fake jugs, but Bezos is ripped. You know, he's on human growth hormone. Elon Musk got in decent shape after he broke up with Grimes. All I'm saying is the writing's on the wall. You know, if we see some of our presidents really start to get in shape, start doing the CrossFit, just know. We got a week left. But back to this scam on the wedding. Yeah, it's interesting. You definitely got got. Now, I wouldn't ask for your money back, okay? Don't do it. Don't stress them out. Because I had to get a, I remember when we got legally married. I can't remember how much it cost. I think it cost a hundred something bucks though. So I don't, but I don't know. If you Googled it, it could be, it could be inexpensive. I feel like the whole day cost a minute. And then we had to like get an attorney to like look every, over everything. I think she may not be off, but if you Google it and it says $35, you got got. I don't think you asked for the money back, okay? I think you just, I think you just slowly run into her 
like a week before the wedding at the spray tan place and just say, looking forward to the wedding and then slowly tip down your sunglasses and go, gotcha. And then put them back up. And she'd be like, what? Nicole, what do you, gotcha. What does that mean? And be like, I'll see you Saturday and walk off, get back in your Camry and just drive off into the wind. You know what I mean? And play a little like kind of music to throw her off. Like the boys are back in town and like roll down the windows of your Camry and like just peel off with that song perfectly queued up. And she was like, why was Nicole, y'all, I just ran into Nicole at the spray tan spot and she was like, gotcha. And then was blasting this song about how like the boys are back in town and then literally did a donut out of the strip mall and the Camry. And I was like, Nicole, that was so weird. What do you mean you got me? What did, what did you getcha? You know what I mean? That was weird. And you're like, I was just kidding. But you know. You now know. You know, you now know what Nicole's been up to. I don't think you call her out on it. Because maybe she has hit hard times. Let's just play devil's advocate. I'm going to play devil's advocate right here. Maybe they did need that extra cup or something. I think you go to the wedding. And you see how over the top the wedding was. If the wedding is, if you're clocking in like, okay, this is a little more simple, more, it's a little more humble situation. We just did a cool barbecue catering. And that's not saying that I don't love a barbecue at a wedding. Okay. I think that's a beautiful thing. Who doesn't love cream corn, cream spinach, and mac and cheese? That's delicious. That's just a low country moment. But you know what I mean? If you're, if you're, if you're like, you, you know exactly what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying. If you get there and you're like, okay. We definitely, okay, all right, okay. I see grandma on the corner still cutting flowers. All right, well, this is, we're, we're two and a half hours into the ceremony. I feel like her fingers are bleeding. We should tell her to stop. You'll be able to tell when they're cutting corners. But if you go there and it's over the top and it's opulent and they got a seven-piece band and she does like six dress changes and is one of those bitches, okay, I don't, I don't know how to explain why this bothers me so much. But have you seen this trend on TikTok where these brides in the middle of the ceremony, they'll like go back and they'll like be changing and they'll just cut their hair and they'll come out like new luck. They'll just cut their hair in the middle of the party. First of all, in order to get a proper haircut, if you don't have the little water bottle with the water in it, I, I mean, I want full service. You think I want my, my hairstylist, shout out to Boho Brit, I love her. But if she's had 17 martinis, I don't want her taking a pair of scissors to the old weave and just doing a cut in the middle of the ceremony. You know what I mean? Because you know after the ceremony, after you do that first change into the party, everybody's off the clock. I'm hoping that hair makeup is so drunk and so fucked up that they don't even know where they are. You know what I mean? So you're telling me you're asking the glam squad in the middle of the wedding to just give you a new do? No. I had Britt put my hair up in a ponytail and Jamie makeup put a little red lip on me, but I wasn't asking them to reinvent the wheel. Meanwhile, these girls are coming in like, surprise, surprise, Taylor. And then the brides come out and the guys are like, who are you? Because you know, the one thing you can do to really just freak out a dude is to like color your hair and change your haircut. If you have long hair, if you go from like long brunette to short blonde, in an afternoon, they're like, oh, the world is ending. I, I, I cannot compute. And then they'll just be like, show me your areolas. I need to make sure it's still you. And you're like, yeah, Tyler, it's me. 
And they're like, I don't know. Let me get a quick grip on that nip. Let me get a quick grip on that nip to see if that's you. The marine layer. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, what? What? When Jeff saw a baby photo of me with like super dark hair, he he could not handle it. He just didn't understand. Even though he could see my chubby little face, he's like, I know that's you. But also, that is not you. I'm like, yes, Jeff, I dyed my hair. I am, I'm an unnatural blonde. My natural hair color is very dark. He's like, I need to sit down with this lamb ragu over rigatoni right now. I just need to sit down with this fresh lamb ragu. And I need to think about it. Y'all, one of the first meals Jeff ever made for me, he ripped, this is very cute. He ripped out a lamb ragu recipe out of GQ magazine. And he came over to my apartment and I lived with Tina and two other girls. So there's three, like there's four of us. And we're like sitting in there like, oh my God, Jeff's cooking in her tiny fucking kitchen that barely had like a bar sink. And Jeff was cutting something, dicing an onion, whatever. And he sliced almost the tip of his finger off. And when he grabbed his finger to, for, to, to when he like freaked out, he grabbed it and he threw his finger up like, oh my God. Right. And blood squirted all the way across the top of the kitchen, all the way on our ceiling, went to the other side of the wall and down. And I stitched him up basically. And when we moved out, I remember the last thing I looked at when we were moving out of our apartment, I looked at the ceiling and I go, Jeff's blood. I think we're getting married. You know what I mean? Cute, full circle. And I just remember after Jeff had gotten his bloody finger in the entire lamb ragu, none of us ate it. He's like, I made enough for everybody in the apartment. And we're like, we're, we're not going to eat it. Because even after we bandaged your finger up, you still kept dipping your, your Band-Aid bloodied finger into the sauce and then would suck at the end of the Band-Aid. You could have picked any other finger. You could have picked a pointer finger on the left-hand side. But instead, you just had, because it was like his middle index finger, and he just had to keep dipping it in the sauce with the Band-Aid, and then you didn't know what was blood and what was Pomodoro lamb ragu. And it was like done. He was like, I can't believe you guys aren't eating this. And I'm looking at the other three girls, and we're just like, we're good. But that was love, man. That was love. Anyways, what was I saying? I don't remember. You, you see this bitch. At the spray tan, you know she's. You know where to find her. She, what's she doing the week of her wedding? Getting her nails done, getting the spray tan, maybe going for a facial, maybe a little, you know, fine tune up at the gym. Maybe she got that last bit of Botox. And you see her and you just like, you know, put your little sunglasses down and go, gotcha. Put them back up, get in that Camry and bless. The boys are back in town. Dude, that will fuck with her and she will not know how to handle that situation. She'll be like, I don't even know what this was. But if you're mad about paying for the, the, the certificate, listen, listen. I think brides have been scamming for a really long time. I didn't scam my guests. They came in to the best fucking party that has ever been thrown. And I take pride in that. It's also because I'm a people pleaser. My feet hurt. My anxiety was high the entire time. But I, I just kept going out to people going, are you having fun? Are we smiling? Are you having so much fun? Where like my top lip would get stuck on my teeth. I'm like, are you having fun? Isn't this DJ great? Are you having the best time ever? 
And then people are like, yeah, this is literally such a fun wedding. And I'm like, thank you. I don't need any gifts. This is all about me giving back to you because I'm a sick, sadistic fuck. <laughs> I'm so selfless that it ends up being a problem in a lot of relationships. I hope you're having fun. And then I would just like beeline out. With these girls, these girls who get the damn haircut in the middle of the ceremony, just re- not the ceremony, the reception, relax. Maybe go f- from the hair down to up or from up to down. You're telling me you're coming in with a kitty cat bob? No. No. They're like, did something crazy, chopped all my hair off at my reception. Don't start the marriage off like that. That's like, did something crazy. Told my husband, I have an incurable sexual disease. Pass it on to him. Crazy. Like, stop. Let's not do that. Nicole, I hear that you feel that you're being scummed. And I do believe that people have gotten out of fucking control with these wedding registries. We talked about this a couple weeks ago, though, when this lady made it, made a uh, registry for her kid's birthday. It's like, I guess don't get them something they don't need. And maybe just think, all right, you're paying for the, 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 you know, you're paying for the wedding. But if you get there and the food sucks, then I want you to flip a table like Teresa DiGice at the country club in the Real Housewives of New Jersey. Call her a prostitution whore and head out the door. You know what I'm saying? Let's get to the next voicemail. Heather, it's Madeline again from Little Rock. I'm sure you're tired of hearing about my life. Um, but I was in the Chick-fil-A line and I just thought you should hear the absolutely not that Chick-fil-A is doing now. So instead of saying my pleasure, which is what I love about Chick-fil-A, they now say, have a good one. That phrase has infiltrated even Chick-fil-A. I hate that phrase. Have a good one. Have a good what? A good shit like I need to have? Have a good day? Have a good life? Have a good tax season? I don't know what that means. Can we go back to have a nice day or my pleasure, which is their signature, but they can't because they are now saying, have a good one. Fuck me. Fuck. Fuck. I, I don't even know who to say fuck it to, but, but fuck, have a good one. Um, so love and light. I'm not going to tell you to have a good one. I'm going to tell you to have a good day. Bye. Madeline, let me tell you what, I never get sick of he- hearing you and your bitching and complaining and your very niche specific things to be absolutely not okay with. But I'll tell you what, this, this struck a chord. We, you know, this is how societies crumble. First, it starts, you know, you, f- you just throw Miss Manners, the Emily Post, out the window. So there's no sense of decorum. You're telling me one of the finest establishments when it comes to fast food chicken nuggets in in the world. Definitely problematic for sure. They've had their issues. When it comes down to a straight service and flavor profile, you got to admit it's freaking kicking. You're telling me this is how it starts. We're done, guys. I've told you this. We got a week left. You're going from my pleasure. And if you've never been to a Chick-fil-A, when you, everything they say instead of thanks, you're welcome. My pleasure. They also do that at the Ritz-Carlton. They say my pleasure at any, I think, St. Regis and Ritz-Carlton, any Marriott Bonvoy. If, you, if you're a Marriott Bonvoy gal like myself, it's a, it's a my pleasure thing. It started at the Ritz-Carlton. So whoever did the HR training at the Ritz clearly went over to Chick-fil-A headquarters, HQ. You're telling me it went from my pleasure to have a good one. I can see how alarming that could be. Have a good what? Have a good dump after this spicy chicken sandwich? 
hits the lower intestine, have a good cry in my car, once I realize I'm over my Weight Watchers points for the day, have a good domestic with my ex-husband, but we're equally both drunk and we're wrestling in the yard, but it's kind of sexual, it's confusing. Have a good what? Have a good flight to Toledo to go fight for custody of my kids? What does it mean? Have a good one, open-ended. My pleasure, my pleasure though says, this was such a joy serving you. It's like me walking around at my wedding, like, are you having fun? My pleasure. Heather, thanks for inviting me to the wedding. My pleasure. It's my pleasure. It is my pleasure to make sure you're having the bestest time in the world. You know, there's nothing better than getting a sun joy. And if you don't know what a sun joy is, it's Chick-fil-A's version of an Arnold Palmer. It's trademarked. They can't say Arnold Palmer. I get an unsweet iced tea and a little diet lemonade. And they, they hand it to me. And I, lo- and I know that they've had their problems, okay? I'm not here defending the, you know, the don't say gay at Chick-fil-A. But I got to be honest with you, a lot of the Chick-fil-A's around me, gayest, gayest employees. And I've taken Ray to them. And he's like, yeah, that's pretty gay. There's nothing better than in the summer and you get a twink work in the Chick-fil-A drive-thru. And he's like, honey, you're like, oh, I'm so sorry. You guys never mess up. You never know because you're Chick-fil-A. Can I get a avocado lime ranch? Yeah, I'm going to put that on my waffle fries. I know I'm living crazy. I'm living on the edge. And you have this really fabulous Twinkie guy named Justin. He's like, my pleasure. No, honey, you don't worry. My pleasure. If if it now, if the next time I see Justin, if it if I'm getting my my Sun Joy tea and it goes to have a good one, I will drive my my least Audi into oncoming traffic. I don't know how to handle that because that's how it starts. First, we're getting a little lackadaisical with how we greet our customers. Next thing you know, they're they're going short on the nuggets. They'll let it slide. Listen, if you get if you order an eight count and you get seven. They will, they will come correct and they'll fix it. My pleasure, my pleasure to get you that extra nugget. What are you going to do now? Go in there. Hey, hey, I hate to be that gal. I hate to be a Karen right now. I ordered eight. I only got, I only got seven nuggets. And they just look at you, have a good one. That means I'm not going to fix it for you. Next thing you know, we got kids Instead of going to, to, you know, Chick-fil-A for a safe space to just hang out after school, where are they going? A back alley, buying drugs. You know what I mean? What's their drug, what's the drug dealer saying when they hand them that that eight ball, that little bag, that little dime bag of the the white stuff? Have a good one. (laughs) Yeah, that's how it starts. So I, I hear you. When you said, I don't even know who to say fuck to. <sighs> We're getting lax today. We all know that service across the board, no matter where you go, places are short-staffed. Places are, you know, people aren't getting paid enough. I get it. I worked in the service industry forever. I have done every job you could ever imagine in hospitality. I have been a back waiter, a busboy, a hostess. I have been a bartender. I have been a server. I have been a dishwasher. I have basically done valet. I have been in a personal assistant. I have been done concierge work. I have worked at a gym. I have been covered in a man's blood leaving Soul Cycle. I have done it all. Okay. I have done the most odd jobs. And I, my entire life, I've had to say, my pleasure. 
Even when my lip gets stuck to my dry gums, I go, my pleasure. It's my pleasure to be here. You know what I've never said to somebody I was working for? Have a good one. It's too loosey-goosey. And I'm already trying to be nice and be chill and and act like, you know, when you go into another restaurant establishment, I don't know, you go into a, a Zoe's, you know what I mean? You're already like, guys, I'm just getting a falafel pita. I don't know why this is taking 45 minutes. And nobody in here has gloves on. You know what I mean? We're, I, I am already being cool as a cucumber. Chill, brah. Like, I just saw that man, that man, Palm, just literally Palm Tzatziki. He didn't even put the, the spatula on the inside of the pita. He took his loose palm, palmed the tzatziki, and then wiped it on the pita. I said, oh, okay, we're just, we're not even using a knife right now. Okay, all right. And you know what? You know, they say, have a good one. Here we are. It is how it starts, everybody. Oh, you thought, you thought the real threat was drag queens. <laughs> yeah, okay. You thought the real threat was women's rights. You thought that's how, that, that's how it starts. No. Oh, we give women the, the ability to drive and, and vote. You know, whoa, they got too much freedom. They're just going to be whores. No. You know how it starts? The moment we quit, the, the moment our salutations are just, have a good one. That's where it's the societal downfall. We got Zuckerberg and Bezos and, and Elon and, you know, people of the like training for the end of the world. And we got real classy fast food establishments just throwing caution to the wind. It's how you greet somebody. It's how you look them in the eyes while you hand them a little, a little nugget of joy. I'm upset. I'm going to test this theory out. I'm going to go get a sun joy from my, a twink Justin. It was funny too, because when all this stuff about Chick-fil-A and listen, I'm I'm just going to throw this out there. I'm not defending it. If you looked into pretty much any establishment and saw where they give their money, y'all, we wouldn't be fucking leaving the house. Okay. We would not be leaving the house. But it was so funny because I was living in LA when a lot of that stuff came out and I was like, my Chick-fil-A in Hollywood at the corner of La Brea and Hollywood was like all drag queens. And I was obsessed with it. I mean, they, I knew everybody by name. But regardless, this is, you know, I get it. I get it if you don't do a Chick-fil-A. I get it if you don't do Papa John. Apparently, he's not into anybody. He's not into anything for women. I heard he's a derelict. Did. I heard Mr. Papa John. Not a nice guy. You know what I'm I don't know. Which is unfortunate because that garlic dipping sauce is highly problematic. (laughs) Also like chock full of chemicals. You know what I mean? And I know what you're thinking. Heather, you're being too serious. Have a good one. It's casual. That's what I'm saying though. You're telling me that one of the last fine dining establishments is just letting their hair down, letting loose. Guys, this is how it starts. Next thing you know, the billionaires are prepping for the end of the world. And what are we doing? Crying in our cars. Crying in our cars. Trying to hold on for dear life. What's my anti-drug? A fast food restaurant after school. 
I wasn't the kid who was smoking weed after school. I was eating a 12-count nugget, unbuttoning my Catholic schoolgirl skirt, trying to make room for more snacks. That's all I'm saying. When you were the chubby kid, you know what you did? You ate your feelings. You didn't smoke them or drink them. In fact, I actually got high once before I was in high school and I was trying to be cool. I mean, I was cool. I was already cool. You guys know, like, I was so cool. Are we having fun? Is everybody having a good time? Are we having fun? And I smoked weed in a Chick-fil-A parking lot. And I got so high, I couldn't go to school. And my best friend, Annie, and I skipped school and went to Fernbank. Shout out to Amory. And I literally called her. I was like, Annie, I smoked weed with the guys. And now I am not okay. I am not okay. You know what I mean? That was my, that's, I, I, but I would never, I never understood the kids who could like smoke J's and like go to chemistry. I would, if my skin would have, I would have crawled out of my skin. But my, my anti-drug was going to a Quiznos or the Starbucks across from our school and getting like a mocha frappuccino with 7,000 calories and then going to Quiznos and go, <laughs> remember Quiznos when they had that like turkey bacon, Polynesian with Polynesian sauce on it, probably stole the recipe from the Chick-fil-A's. And they put it through the oven and that bacon was not real. It was like a loose shoestring that they took off a pair of Skechers. I'd eat that and then like a, like a caramel mocha whip, white chocolate frappuccino. And I couldn't understand why it was hard to get a date to homecoming. You know what I mean? I don't, I don't know why. Couldn't put it together. All I'm saying is, all I'm saying is this is how it starts. You know, these places can't be a safe space for kids to, or, or families or people to hang out. You know what I mean? You can't hang out there because the next thing you know, it's going to hell in a handbasket. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. You know what I mean? It's coming. It's coming. And, it, it, you know, if you're going to stand up for something, you better stand up for the fact that we can't stand for this. I don't know. I, I, I could go on. I could go on. I'm worried. I'm worried. You know, everyone's like, oh, when are you having a baby? When are you having a baby? I don't know if I will anymore because I just don't know if I want to bring kids into this already horrifically dark world. I just think this whole conversation was triggering for me because, you know, growing up, Chick-fil-A was a safe space for me, for me and my chubby friends. You know, that's where we'd hang out after school or at the Quiznos or the Starbucks or at the Quick Trip. I get a big gulp and about seven taquitos. And if you don't know what a Quick Trip is, well, you don't live in the South. You know what I mean? Everyone's like, you want to go do drugs after school? You want to go drink beers behind the basketball gym? I was like, I would like to get a sweet and savory treat. So what do you want to hit first? Oh, there's a Chili's down the road. Do you want to hit? We have a Maggiano's. Oh, you want a Maggiano's? Yeah, let's go to Maggiano's. Let's get that, that Italian chopped salad and maybe some fettuccine Alfredo. Oh, I don't know. You want to try and order wine? Because I've got big tits and I'm, I'm only 17, but I look 35. Yeah, I'll try it. I'll try it. I'm not going to drink though. I'm a good girl. You know what I mean? I was a kid who was like, where are we eating after school? Mm -hmm. And of course, because I had a house that was only ingredients. We were an ingredients house. We didn't have snacks. You, that was my favorite thing. When I started driving, I was like, oh my God, I don't even have to beg my mom to take me anywhere after school. That's the first thing I would do. I could like binge eat in my car and no one would know. Except all the, the, the workers at every establishment that I would attend. You know what I mean? Dude. 
I'd go into Maggiano's. I'd drive all the way down to Lenox. I'd go to the Maggiano's on Peachtree Street with some of my girls. I think Mary Beth and I used to go to Maggiano's all the time in our Catholic school girl uniforms. And we get like two unsweet iced teas, two chopped salads, and I get like the seven pasta course tasting. And it was like 3 p.m. Those are the fucking days. So while everybody else is out there doing drugs or getting fingered in the parking lot, I was having myself a Michelin star tasting. Anyways, just say your prayers tonight. Put it up to the Lord because this is, you know, what's left. What's what's left to give? Let's get one last voicemail. Hey, Heather. It's your girl, Melanie from Northern Georgia. Um, absolutely not for the scammers everywhere. Uh, yesterday, I was at the gynecologist doing my gynecology best, best self. And I got a call from the sheriff's office for my little town up here saying that I was going to be arrested for missing jury selection. And he had this sweet Southern accent. So of course, you know, just whatever Mr. Sweet Southern Sheriff says, well, it turned out to be a hoax and they wanted me to bring money, but it was this very complicated hoax. Absolutely miserable. Took my afternoon, just so irritated and uh, had a really rough day. Had a good cry, good panic attack, you know, all those good things. Um, and then I was having trouble sleeping and I was like, you know what I need? I need to giggle with my <laughs> my girl, Heather, and all my other, you know, tiramisu bitches. And it was just what I needed to reground, repurpose my life, just accept that I'm going to do the most of the least and move on. So thanks for that. Thanks so much. Talk to you soon. Bye. Melanie, I'm so sorry. Nothing makes me more angry than when somebody takes advantage with these Frickin' scammers. You know, everybody's been getting it. You know, they, they really prey upon the elderly. They'll call your grandma and say something as outrageous as, you gotta go buy me 10 Visa gift cards or we're gonna come arrest you. But now it's gotten even crazier. Now, when they scam you, it'll show up as an area code from your hometown. They know you're a little country. You know, they knew you were in North Georgia. So they said, okay, she's probably in the same area as Marjorie, Marjorie Taylor Green." So you know she's probably going to be on pins and needles thinking that they're going to come get her because that whole town's been turned upside down, topsy-turvy, dealing with Marjorie Taylor Green. You know what I mean? They were probably banking on the fact that they thought you were like a January 6er. They're like, you know, she's she's already living on the edge. So they're smart, these scammers, you know, and they're probably calling you from uh, across the pond somewhere, maybe England, I don't even know, trying to pull a prank on Americans. And they come in and they, they pretend to be the sheriff. Hey. Hey, Melanie, I just want to let you know you didn't show up for jury duty today. So you better come down to the the, the station, the, the sheriff's station, and cut me a check for 10000 Actually, I'm not going to be at the station. What I need you to do is go down to a CVS and buy $6,000 worth of Visa gift cards, and that's how you're going to pay it off. You're like, but I only, if I were to show up to jury duty, which I know I didn't get the letter, you'd only get paid like $100 for the day. Well, that's not how it works out here. And you know how they did it. I guarantee the caller was from England because you know what I said earlier, it's easy to do a Southern accent because then it actually turns into this. (laughs) You see how full circle I do my comedies? Real full circle. My comedy is an infinity loop. Wow. I didn't even see that one coming I guarantee it's someone across the pond saying, you know what, we're going to get him back for the 4th of July. Oh, yeah. You know, there are a bunch of idiots over there, especially in Georgia. 
Oh, let's call somebody up from the Blue Ridge Mountains near Marjorie Taylor Green, that crazy cuckoo from Georgia. Oh, let's just go through the, the phone book. Oh, I found a Melanie. She's probably related to a Marjorie. Hey, let's call her. Let's tell her she's a sheriff. What do they have of the jury duty? Let's tell her. Let's tell her. Come on, Miles. Let's call her. Come on, Harry, Miles, Zane, Liam. They're just calling like members from One Direction. Come on, guys. What if that's what happened when One Direction split up? All they did was get together in somebody's like, you know, house on the Cotswolds and they just prank phone called people and tried to get them to buy Visa gift cards. You go into jail if you don't go to jury duty. That's what they did. We're getting pranked. You know, everybody thinks it's somebody over in like Bangladesh from a call center trying to tell you like, if you don't wire me money right now, your whole family's going to die. No, no. It's a bunch of rich members, former members of One Direction in England, scamming people in North Georgia because they know at the end of the day, if you slow down our accents, it's all kind of the same. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? What do they say? Keep your friends close and your enemies closer. (laughs) Yeah. If you don't think my head's going to be on a swivel in London this weekend and this week while I'm working on season five of Succession that they didn't ever say they were going to reboot, but I'm going to reboot, well, then they don't know what's coming. I'm going to bring a little test strip so I can test my my, my tea at tea time, making sure no one's trying to poison me. Talk about a conspiracy theorist. I'm going to be looking over my shoulder while I'm buying expensive boots, full price at Harrods. All I'm saying is there's nothing worse. I can't believe it. We figured it out. And speaking of Harry Styles, guess what? One of the things I'm doing, I'm going to Bologna for his last concert. Yeah, I am. I'm going to Bologna with two friends. They're going to be over there. We got tickets to Harry Styles' last concert in Bologna. Can you trust the Italians? Yeah, sure you can. Can you trust Harry? Probably not. He's probably been prank calling you. Unbelievable. My mom got something the other day, literally. Somebody was trying to get into, oh, she kept getting a text that was something about like, my mom is not a big Walmart girly. I don't know if, I know that's hard to believe. But my mom kept getting something where they were like trying to test something on a Walmart app. And I was like, mom, you don't have the Walmart app. She's like, I know, but they keep sending me a text from the Walmart app. I was like, boo-boo, that, they want you to click on that. And then that's what how they do. They get into your account. And the next thing you know, the balance in the Red Contemporary Art Fund is zilch. That's how they get you. And you know what they're not going to do? Get you. You know what you're not going to be? Get got. I can't believe it. You know, we were wondering where a lot of these One Direction people were. You know what they're doing? Sitting in England. Sitting in the Cotswolds. In a house from the movie The Holiday. Prank phone calling people in North Georgia. Telling them the sheriff's going to get you. And if you don't wire us $10,000, that's probably how they're, you think Harry's making money on tour? No, he's making money by prank phone calling people. But then he has such a thick British accent that it sounds country. And that's exactly how that goes. So you know what, at the end of the day, (laughs) at the end of the day, (laughs) you can't trust anybody. You know, who knows? Daniel, Daniel Radcliffe, we could have Harry Potter pranking. It could, shit, it could be freaking James Bond. The other Daniel. Craig, Daniel Craig. Hope Idris Elba isn't in on this or I'm really going to be upset. And if I find out Spice Girls ever crank called me once, I will literally not be well. I will not be well. Yeah, I won't be well. So anyways, I want you to know that I cracked the case 
And when I see Harry in Bologna in a week, I'm going to tell him, got ya. I'm going to put down my sunglasses and go, got ya. Because I have good seats. I will literally tip my sunglasses down and say, got ya. <laughs> got ya. And he's just going to be singing like, watermelon sugar, hi. And he's like, oh shit, she got me. She knows I've been prank calling Melanie in North Georgia telling her if she doesn't show up for jury duty, we're going to arrest her. She got me. She, he's going to like turn to the other band members, you know, a part of his Harry's world. Because I know One Direction broke up. I'm not that old. He's like, guys, she got me. And then the next thing you know, my ass is probably going to end up arrested because that's what the Illuminati does. They silence you. They silence you. And I'm going to be walking out of that arena going, have a good one. Have a good one. <laughs> that's how that goes. And as they close the jail cell in Bologna, and they're like, you'll be here a while until you get a bailed out. We just have to wait for the marina layer to burn off. Uh, yeah, I'll show you marine layer. That's the thing. Just when you think you figured it out, you figured it out. Gotcha. I'm sorry you got pranked. This is a good, you know, lesson in double check your Ubers before you get in. Double check the scammers. Double check the wedding registry. And the next time you drive through Chick-fil-A and they try and say, have a good one, you say, my pleasure. And double down. Let them know. Let them know. Be the you today you want to be tomorrow because that's all we can do. That's all we can be. Y'all, I apologize that this episode was late. I'm getting my shit together. I'm going to bring you some fire content from over the pond. I love you. I mean it. I will see you on the next episode of the Absolutely Not Podcast. Remember, get your tickets at heatherontour.com. Shit's selling out, so you better get it now. I don't want to hear it. And some of you girlies come up to me and the guys, oh, we want to get tickets. When are you coming to Kansas City? Already been. Check the website. I get millions of downloads on, the, on this podcast every week. I know that you're listening. So don't come to me when you see me on the streets of London and say, when are you coming to London? We are actually trying to figure that one out. <laughs> we're, that's, that one we're scheduling. So be kind, okay? <laughs> I'm not perfect. But all I know is, all I know is, I don't want to hear it. When you come into Orlando this fall, check the schedule, heatherontour.com. Get those tickets. I love you. I mean it. Y'all are the freaking best. As always, you can call into the hotline, 800-213-7503. I will see you guys on the next episode of the Absolutely Not Podcast. Arrivederci. Ciao, Thanks so much for listening to today's episode. Don't forget to subscribe, rate us, and leave a review. And as always, follow me on Instagram at Heather K. McMahon. See you guys soon. note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.